Alright idiots, let's try this from the top. Dulce intro take one. Dulce, New Mexico. It, <clears throat> Cut. Dulce, New Mexico is the location of an underground base inhabited by a group of sinister extraterrestrials. Cut. Not extraterrestrials, reptilians. Remember, we don't know if they're actually from this earth. Okay, reptilians. Oh, I'm sorry. You- oh, okay, 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 I got this. Reptilians. Or is all the UFO and paranormal activity in the area merely a convenient cover story for the secret ops project? Cut. Cut. Damn it, the script says secret black ops project. I didn't say sober for 30 minutes to have you butcher my writing. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we got this, Seabot. Secret black ops projects. Or is it all just a made-up story to sell books and lecture tours? We grab our spelunking gear and search for the truth next on Hysteria 51. Yeah, that was awful. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. You can't handle the truth. Rain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that's never fought reptilians underground. Our battles have always taken place on Outworld. This is Hysteria 51. Reptile wins. Fatality. (laughs) Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension. They do. Where they live, the lower fourth dimension. Otherwise known as Chicago, we're your hosts and spelunking guides in this search for underground oddities. Brent Hand and John Goforth. Spelunking. That sounds dirty. You know, you're like a child. He is. <laughs> a child that drinks too much and curses like a sailor. Shit, yes. The sailor in question is the one and only conspiracy bot. Though, maybe comparing him to a sailor isn't accurate. He squeals when you get him near large bodies of water. Take me near that lake again and I'll make you squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Brent built Seabot in his lab to help produce and edit the show. Instead, he just makes idle threats like that one and does his best to harm the people who brought him here. Us. See, I'd be the perfect leader. Leader of what? The country, the world, the quick stop on 26th. Gotta start somewhere. I could get behind that last one. Get a job there and start paying for some of your own fucking booze. Meh, too much work. I'll just keep working on world domination. That, That doesn't even make any sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? The amount of time it's been since we've had on our guest today. And we got a special treat for you kids at home. He's been on so many times. He's getting the Joe Peck treatment. His name is... Captain Crispin. He got his own (laughs) bumper. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Kevin Crispin. Wow, that was pretty great. You know, the last time I had the Joe Peck treatment, I had to take some antibiotics afterwards. (laughs) Well, you know, we we like to keep it real around here. I'm not sure what that means, but it's real something. Real infected. infected. There you go. (laughs) Really fester. Kevin, tonight we are talking about Dulce and the Mm -hmm. secret underground bases supposedly therein uh, and all around this, uh, this globe, I suppose. That begs the question, does going underground make you claustrophobic? I got the over-under on this one. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, surprisingly, I want to know what you bet, but I think I know. I, I'm i not claustrophobic. Wow, really? Uh, uh, although I'm not really a fan of going underground if I'm like going to be buried alive. Now, do you, do you feel that <laughs> the, um, the ground is judging you? 
Well, yeah. I mean, do you look at it? Look at right in the eyes to see the look at you. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I no. want to go back to something you yeah. just said. You're yeah. not a fan of un- going underground if you're going to be buried alive. Yeah. Is that a is, is that a mm-hmm. ongoing fear of yours that you're going to be buried alive? Uh, you know, it's just something that pops up. Like when I saw that second Kill Bill movie in the theater, and she's oh, yeah. she's in the coffin. That was. Did a you start upsetting. working on your one inch punch? Yeah, I did, man. Poof. That's why I have. Uh, I always have brass knuckles with it's me. It's funny so you said that. On. I just saw on Facebook someone linked to a, this is an actual grave where the guy had such a fear of being buried alive that his tombstone is over it and there's a window and you can see the vault. Now I'm not sure how he Whoa. thought he was going to get out of the coffin or the vault. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, I mean he's but still down there, see it, right? but you can see it. And they said it, it's older now and it's yellowed a little bit. But if you put a flashlight on uh-huh. it, you can see the the whole vault and everything. Wow, uh, Kevin, if yeah. I'm, I'm going to add a little fear. Just be uh, to your to your world. I need some, yeah. Um, but just be glad that you didn't live in like the 1700s. Okay. I think this is around when this happened. Mm-hmm. So they weren't as good back then at at determining if someone was dead or not. Yeah. And so, <laughs> breathing shallow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hold up a mirror. Oh, I wasn't that much on yeah. there. Let, like, let's go ahead and bury him. So what they would do is whenever they buried somebody, they tied a string to the toe. And let that string come up above ground and tie it to a bell. <laughs> Brings a whole new thought to being a bellman. <laughs> You're walking through the the graveyard and you hear a bell ringing. Yeah. You, might, you might want to get a shovel, yeah, or you might not. It's I mean, either depending. windy or shit's a so brewing. So what I just right. thought was, oh god, what would be terrible is if for some reason my toe stopped working, but I'm down there and I have no way to get anybody. <laughs> Son of a to, bitch. To let them know my my toes. I got a move. Charlie horse and I'm running out of air. Yeah, uh, you know, in the 17th century, I would have lasted about seven to eleven. Minutes. I have a very weak constitution, and I can't. I can't even cook cereal. What's <laughs> What's nice about that is if you did start ringing the bell, they would have just dug you up and then drove spikes through you so that you couldn't get back out of said grave. And like, yeah, like shoved rocks in your mouth, yeah. buried you upside down. Yeah, You're the normal. The normal. Yeah. It's called the Cleveland treatment. <laughs> burned you know, your, burned your heart and have your siblings off. eat it. Right, but we're not talking about underground burials and being buried alive. We are talking, well, kind of buried alive. Underground stuff. We're talking about Dulce conspiracy, the Dulce base. A lot of people say the Dulce Air Force base. That's not so much true. It's not an Air Force base at all. It's just a base. Have it's you been there? We don't. It could be an Air Force I base. I am not at liberty to say. Everything <laughs> I'm saying may or may not be true. You're gonna have to just you know it, was that choose just, to believe. Was that just a a general override for this entire show? That didn't have anything or? to do with this. This <laughs> you need a bumper topic of that yeah. as much as everything I say should be. Everything you said no, in the last hundred like malaise over everything I say, and you should be taking it uh, as ta- such. <laughs> you know, so you can say that again. No. <laughs> malaise. He probably can't even pronounce. Malaise. I don't understand how you guys still let him on the show. Well, it's more of a. We can't decide if it's wrong to turn him off or not. It's a moral dilemma we're running into. Oh, uh, yeah. The question of sentience. John turns me off every time he opens his mouth. <laughs> God damn. All right. So, so what is Dulce? Yeah, and it's not, it is Dulce, not Dulce. Though so a lot of people, lo- it's yeah, not. Sounds delicious. It's not something that you spent way too much on to wear. It is a, a small <laughs> town. I went caramel. You went uh, Dolce and Gabbana, Gabbana yeah. right, 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 right? I went with John too, more of a drink or a food or something. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, Dolce de leche. So when you hear Dolce, nothing unusual seems apparent. It's just a nondescript area. It's in New Mexico. It's located in the northern part of the state. It's damn near Colorado. Yeah, oh, okay. there's like three thousand residents. It's a just yeah, a and majority little, of them are, are Native American. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe it's Apache Nation there. And however it looks, though, people will tell you are very deceiving. 
The reason is there's an underground military base and or laboratory uh, beneath me, Dolce. It's laboratory, please. <laughs> that might exist underneath Dolce. Ha, huh, might. Might is right because uh, until you, you start pulling your weight and getting us these photos from ENIAC, I don't think that we're going to be able to say otherwise. Yeah, yep. We're going to have to stick with that. So that's right, kids. The Dulce base is an alleged secret underground facility under the Archuleta Mesa. That is another buzzword that you hear a lot. Archuleta, the Archuleta Mesa. Mesa. Near the town of Dulce. And it is, in fact, an alien facility. Hold on, Seabot. Hold on, hold on. He said it wrong. It's not an alien facility. Alien-human hybrid joint facility. He's wearing up Much better. So according to the folks at one of my favorite publications, Reptoid.com, they'll say- <laughs> Oh, you're is, a subscriber too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you get the, do you have your membership card? Of course I do. Awesome. Or Carry do it all I. times. Oh, you even knew the handshake. Awesome. Yeah, they'll yeah. say <laughs> it's only one of the many underground facilities that reptilians use to run experiments on humans and other animals. One of the many. Many, many, many. In fact, later in the show, I'm going to name some of the other openings oh. to these. Yeah. Also, it's supposedly the location of a huge underground gun <laughs> and ray gun battle, aliens versus U.S. military and civilian contractors that were working there. And there was an actual battle underground. Oh, people, with they ray say, guns. have the scars to prove it. And the, yeah. the aliens managed to win because they had those advanced ray it's guns. It's funny, when See. you read accounts of this online, because that's the only place you'll yes. find it, um, <laughs> they, it, it, they all read very similarly, like they, like they might have had the same I source material. I want you to know, there are literally dozens of books that are printed, also not online, that talk about this, some of which I have read, John. <laughs> See, that's one of those things where you think you're coming in and dropping knowledge on us. And hey, we if all it's just... in a book... Take a look. It's, it's in a book. book. It's reading, reading about aliens. Book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, when you drop that knowledge on us, you think that you're that you're helping, but you're really just making yourself look. Lavar said you'd say something stupid like that. <laughs> How are we doing against Lavar in the ratings? Well, you know what? There yeah, was for a long time podcast. we were neck and neck. Is that now right? we've fallen. Oh my god, we were beating Lavar Burton Reads for a while when, um, and then we fell off. So every once in a while we pop back in there, but for a good solid like three months, we were like thirteen and he was fourteen in arts. <laughs> uh, he started promoting himself. He's got that reading rainbow cheddar to spend yeah it's like uh what mark twain said the the two something about like there are two days that matter in your life the day you're born and then the day you realize why you're here basically yeah, yeah. i'm butchering the quote but i think that you guys realized why you're here when you beat lavar burton that is one of my life goals yeah uh my what, dad what's always your other life goals being able to rule with an iron fist so we're working on it <laughs> we're getting there not sure what I want to rule with an iron fist, but something. You can rule Seabot with an iron fist. Maybe a model train yes. village. <laughs> live or die, man. Live or die. <laughs> Choo-choo. So the point I was trying to make um, about the various versions of the story I've read, they all sound very similar. What changes are the details around who these soldiers were? Hmm. Well, that's because, John, as time goes by, these advanced different members of the military they go through you know sometimes they're working for the cia sometimes they are contracted out to the air force stuff like that so depending on the time that they're reporting i'm just gonna let him keep going it yeah. it depends on who their actual when you got the beret the black beret or the blue berets like they talk about you know 
Well, above the Delta Green Force, Berets. you don't really answer to anybody. Thank you for for bringing that up because you know I read Delta Force. I read well, Green Beret is bottom of the barrel bullshit. <laughs> I, <that's> Kevin. <laughs> I, I, God, you guys are stealing my thunder here. I read Delta Force. I read NATO. But no, then I read you watched Bl- Delta Force. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big difference. Would have been a better use yeah. of my time. Berets. Did you read about the Blue Berets also? I did not catch uh, that. Yeah, there's also this is above Delta Force stuff. Like, is this like this majestic? Is, the, well, kind of like majestic clearanced commandos uh-huh. is, is what they're saying. That's why they Blue Beret, I think, came in as its distinction. Uh, okay. It's distinguishing them separately. Their main job is to fight aliens. I'm sure they have a whole lot of jobs. Maybe they fishing, have to clean the fishing clean the toilet. dead dogs out of water. Uh, <laughs> you know, what? up in Maury Island, you know, things like that. Sometimes okay. it rolls downhill. That's a call back to another episode, Kevin. You'd know if you'd listen to this yeah, monstrosity I, I, that I is a podcast. I would never listen to this. Right, let's get back on track to this we're talking amazing about these, stories. These I don't want to say aliens, like you know, we said these these other these beings, these reptoids. The problem is they're in cahoots with the Greys, who are naturally are committed to their own secret plots against the human race, as one would think. Right, right, right. Yeah. And we know this because secret interviews with supposed former base employees just before they died have now been published on the internet and written into many, many, many books. Dozens of books. Lots of them. We say facility because it's not just a base. Oh, no. It said it connects with a vast underground network of tunnels that literally, and I mean literally, crisscross our entire planet. Do those tunnels go under the ocean? Everywhere. Yeah, Everywhere. Oh, very much yeah. so. And by literally, you mean figuratively. No, I mean literally. <laughs> literally, they exist. Oh, 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 oh. In the lower levels of the base, that's where the alien part comes in. They're controlled by inner earth being. Called it. <laughs> You know. Of course he did. In, in case you guys were wondering, I was able to obtain a diagram of Dulce. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell you what happens on each level. Uh, indulge oh, yeah. me, if you will. So level one is is pretty your basic security and communications level. So that's just right underground level. Sure. Level two is still pretty basic. Human staff housing. I mean, you have to mm-hmm. house the humans. Level three, that's where the executives are and mm-hmm. some of the labs. So some testing. Level four, now we're getting kind of crazy. Mind control experiments. Yeah, which that's not actually that crazy because we know that the government really did those. So, so far you're firing on all cylinders. Level five, alien housing. And that's because the aliens and the humans had to be kept apart at all times. They couldn't fraternize. That is something that they made very clear in all the literature that I read. Now, was the mind control uh, level in between the two to use the psychic energy as a buffer? It comes out of the top and kind of forms a heart shape around it, almost like a magnetic pulse. I'm making that up. Okay. (laughs) But the rest of this, take it home. Write it down. Uh, Number six, level six, I should say, is where they do the genetic experiments. That's where they're trying to crossbreed aliens with- uh, That's where we all know that we got man bear pig from there. Oh, yeah. True. True. Yeah. And then the the final uh, level, cryogenic storage. Oh, that's a, is that where Ted Williams is? No, Disney. Yeah, Walt Disney. Oh, Walt Disney? <laughs> okay. And then there's also, to the side, there's also a shuttle to Los Alamos. So here's the thing about this. <laughs> a shuttle? Now, these ah, things- It's like a rental car place. <laughs> level one isn't one level below the ground. Yeah. Level one is two miles below the ground. Two miles Two below? miles, and then it goes down from there. This also, that the I know you guys can't see it at home, but the, the diagram and the way you described it sounds like Dante's Inferno with the levels of hell and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, except for, you know, yeah. this is real. I kind of felt like I was in Dante's Inferno doing this week's research. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, so, John, I mean, you've got the thing there. You've got a diagram. 
I mean, I don't really see why you're having such a, a problem with this. Well, we mentioned the shuttle. The problem is you say that they have these shuttles that go around all of these underground yeah. tubes f- to the places like Los Alamos, Denver, Denver Airport, right. you know, uh, uh, all across the world. My grandma's house. So that would be miles that's what that and miles and miles yes. of tunnels. Yes. If you're going to make that many miles of tunnels, thousands upon thousands of miles of tunnels. Yeah. Where would all the rock go? <laughs> well, dumb, dumb. It's so simple. Yeah, where does that go? The September 83 issue of Omni Magazine explains it in detail if you want to get down to diagrams. It has a colored drawing of the subterrane. The hell is that? I'm glad you asked a question <laughs> this time. Uh, just the Los Alamos nuclear-powered tunnel machine that burrows through the rock deep underground by heating whatever stone it encounters into molten hot magma, which cools <laughs> after the subterrane has moved on. It leaves a smooth tunnel and doesn't need to displace the material outside of that, you know, because it, it, it presses and it packs it. That checks out. I did look into this a little bit, and this... You forgot to mention that the... the, in the literature? <laughs> I, I think I also... I, I came across this as well. Isn't it also nuclear-powered? Nuclear-powered. That's why I said that the Los Alamos nuclear power. Here's the thing. This technology or this thought of doing things like this was being explored way back in like the 50s of yeah. doing stuff like this. So the thought of being able to do something like this is something that at least real underground drillers and mining companies have thought. Maybe we could work on that. It kind of went by the wayside. Now, the, the smoking gun, they say, is it went by the wayside because they perfected it. And then the government said, we'll take that. Thank you very much. One of the gentlemen that we're going to talk about regarding Dulce and, and, and the experiences he said he had there, mm-hmm. his name's Phil Schneider. And we'll get to Phil. Phil said of these tunnels that they traveled beyond light speed yeah, using yeah. using only vacuums and magnets. Well, have you vacuums ever... and magnets? So my my I'm assuming my assumption is that this this technology was then just passed on to Elon Musk, and that's what he's building oh, that giant tunnel. Out right? Of, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk, you got to understand, is he's got his pulse on all of this. He's got his finger on the pulse of it. Is what I mean to say on the on the dulce. Yeah, I mean the the guy. He's not he's not American, so obviously, you know, he knows what's up. Because <laughs> everyone knows foreigners know the past. <laughs> anyway. You can't tell if that was if you were making America great again there or if you were making America or not. I always tend to assume that uh, Brent is always MAGA. So I I I I read also that the the Beyond Light Speed was Horseshit. Others said it, they do travel at great speeds, uh, approaching the speed of sound, but they don't break that. And he was just misstated it, as I love people it. do. I love when he misstated the state of sound, speed of sound, and speed of light. When you yeah. get the other expert, I say in quotes, talking about you know human alien bear pig. Uh, There's no uh, problem with that, <laughs> but that thing traveling beyond the speed. Did you just see that they just introduced human embryo into a pig? Literally, it's been in the news this week. N- not in oh, America. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. I saw Holy human shit. embryo into like, a pig. We got man, man pigs. Its first word was "kill me." <laughs> now, I, I, father, isn't what the, am I? <laughs> <laughs> isn't the purpose of that to be able to eventually to grow human organs? Uh, I thought it was trying to, as the way I read it, <laughs> create the a, most create delicious some... bacon. Uh, I was going to say that's got to be the best bacon, Dahmer bacon. Yeah. Talk about back bacon. That's real back bacon. Would that be the second most dangerous game? Would it, or would it be the most dangerous game? Because then you're in. You got all these pig genes. It'd be the most delicious game. That's mm. true. That's true. All right. So so we have these tunnels. <laughs> Here's that, the thing, though, and yeah. I don't need to worry about the fact that matter can't just be displaced 
Um, no, don't worry about that. No, no, it's no. just pushed. Well, it's we, it's, we, it's it, molted. Everything rock. Actually, they do when rock gets hot. The the liquid form is condensed. So if you so make a big enough hole, then it, it, it's compacted in from the machine as it cools it. So if you could do that, technically that part is feasible. They science says they haven't found out a way to do that. These people say, "Oh no, we did a long oh, time ago." Oh, they did. Wasn't yeah. that in but deep, then the wasn't that in deep impact as well? Or there was that one where they had to go to the center of the oh, earth. Oh, the core. The core. Yeah. So anyway. They make these tunnels. Let's get off of that. These tunnels are there. We all know that's a fact. They connect this hidden empire subsidy complexes. Also, the, these top secret project named Noah's Ark, it uses tub sh- tube shuttles in connection with a system of over 100 bunkers and bolt holes, which have been established at various places on Earth for underground research, hiding of top officials if, if something happens, just anything. And on top of that, communicating with the denizens of the inside of the Earth. Well, and don't forget that the reptilians that are down there need access to adrenochrome on the surface. Well, that's true. And, John, the thing you got to understand is, much like the other bases inside the moon, Mars, etc., many of these underground cities and complexes, they have streets, sidewalks, lakes, small electric cars, apartments, offices, and even shopping malls. This is like when I was a kid and everybody talked about you know, heaven, and, and they'd say, oh, it's it's just a place with streets paved with gold and mansions, and it's like, why is heaven just our world with gold put well, on top of it? I don't, why- I know you like quotes from philosophers. I don't want to go down the religious rabbit hole, but one of the best things I can say, and I think it goes along with this, is uh, a philosopher once told me, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. And I think that just goes hand in hand is with Is that this. Kierkegaard? Uh, it was Carlyle. Carlyle. Chapter 7, oh. verse 4 and 5. <laughs> it's true. The ENIAC and I worked at a Starbucks on Venus last summer for spending cash. Wait, wait, wait. You know the most unbelievable part of that? He worked. That he worked. <laughs> Can't hold down a job. All right, all right, all right. My, uh, my head is spinning. We'll oh, say. come on. Is it spinning um, as fast as those... The subterrane when it's making new tunnels for the, sh- the, the <laughs> at the, the speed of light sound at the speed of light. Uh, let's let's go to break, kids. And when we come back, let's dive into where these stories facts uh, okay uh, come from. We'll name the key players and 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 get a little bit more into the lore facts that is Dulce and underground bases. Next on Hysteria Fifty One. <laughs> David and me, I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users... David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they designed it for long-term retention, you know. It, and yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and 
There's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Is it bad that I'm still stuck on the tunnels? <laughs> Prepare to stay stuck because there's a lot more where that came from. <laughs> I got a story for you, John, and it's important because we keep talking about how things intertwine. Yeah. All the things that we do intertwine. They do. Buckle up because here we go again. There's some players, some of the big names that put kind of Dulce's story on the map. And you can't talk about this without some that we've talked about before. Paul Benowitz. There was one poor son of a bitch in all the stories that we tell. It's Paul Benowitz. John, 
remind everyone and Kevin, who who's not real familiar with him, the story of Paul Benowitz. Paul Benowitz is like, if all of this stuff really just happened to him, he's like Faith's jester. I mean, this guy, <laughs> this guy has been through it all. But uh, so where you where you would know him from if you listen to this show is that Paul was a um, a scientist, businessman in the Southwest. He's an and, Albuquerque, and, electronics buff, yeah. Yeah, and he became convinced that evil aliens were secretly manipulating humans using electromagnetic mind control waves. That is probably true, but keep going. Doesn't right. take a lot of convincing. Yeah. <laughs> so Benowitz <laughs> monitored radio communications from nearby Sandia National Laboratories on a scanner and interpreted what he heard as aliens in the process of landing their spacecraft. Real patriot there. Well, I mean, he did come forward with this information. If so. I remember correctly, he also was an amateur pilot and took pictures mm-hmm. of what he thought to be a, a downed spacecraft. And it was a, the problem, what got him into trouble, is it was a downed top secret black It was a craft. craft. <laughs> and when when was he alive? Like, when was this This was place? going on in the 80s, okay? So this, yeah. this happened in the 80s. And he came to the U.S. government and said, I found these things, I have these pictures of this. And the U.S. government goes, well, what do we do? Well, he thinks it's aliens. Tell him it's freaking alien. Yeah. So they sent a a, a, <laughs> a a U.S. Air Force handler who was controlled by the CIA, Richard Doty, out to handle him. And uh, not only did they that that where that aircraft had had gone down, they they set it up to look like an alien. They added some junk. They to added it. stuff to and it. And they go, "We're going to take you out there so you can really see it." And he's we, like, "Son and we, of a bitch! <laughs> I knew it." We talked a lot about this in our disclosure episodes, and they they also started feeding him information. They even uh, took at one point took over the uh, uh, the signal that was coming into his t- TV. They to- they the house across the street, like the NSA, set up shop in it. And right. he realized he was being monitored, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Paul, you are, you are. That's that's probably someone you don't want." And what they with. had decided to do was drive him insane, so that anything he said was. Not credible and and just became a source of disinformation. Well, guess what? Benowitz became increasingly unstable yeah. to oh. everyone around him and eventually went completely mad. Yeah. So Richard Doty, well done. I guess you did your job there. His job was disinformation. His job was if someone's coming forward with this stuff, put so much doubt one way or another that you can't, you just completely destroy all credibility and how did how did benowitz play into dulcet he's the one who thought the base was there and he thought that these underground experiments were happening and he really came forward and the said, first one to publicly say yeah Dulce this has is an underground this base. is real i've intercepted things now he really was like inter- on a ham radio no he was a scientist and he had like all these oh, crazy yeah. and I'm, I don't, oh he was an electronics buff right he was he i'm a was, scientist i don't believe in anything and he worked at laboratories so he was intercepting things that he probably shouldn't be intercepting Uh and he was led down this path to madness but he brought dulce to people's attention and he was a pawn used by Doty and other people but he got the story of dulce out there other people people like phil schneider that you talked about really ran with it phil schneider all right so now i don't want to take away credibility from the man but i'm gonna go ahead and take away credibility from the man the best way I could describe Phil Schneider would be kind of like, it reminds me of Bill Cooper with less racism. He's just, he's out there on the tip of the spear for all of this wackadoo stuff. Schneider claims he was a U.S. government geologist and engineer. He was born in 47. He worked for the U.S. government for years, and he worked in the field of nuclear medicine. His father, he says, was involved in the Philadelphia experiment, and he worked 
Him, as in Phil, worked with the government building underground military bases. Now, if you listen to him in other uh, venues, he talks about just being a geologist for the government. So right. uh, his story Potato changes Potato. there a little bit. Um, well, he was quiet about his work and his knowledge on extraterrestrials for a long time. But after the death of his father, John, in 93, and the murder of his friend, Ron Rummel, he decided to shed light on some of the most controversial topics in the history of the United States or the world. Aliens, what he really, really knew. And also, uh, he did claim to get some of his information from his good friend, Al Bielik. And well, Al Bielik, as we know, we talked about him in the Montauk episode. As well as the Philadelphia experiment. Al Bielik liked to bring little boys to his house and fondle them, saying that he was going to help them remember what happened to him truthfully. So when we said that this stuff all intertwines, man, it's like five people. Right? I know. Here are some of the claims that Phil Schneider has made. He says he was personally involved in fights with the Greys. He dubbed the Dulce Wars. We it, talked about those earlier. Yeah, this is the big gunfights with the ray he guns. He had wounds from laser weapons to prove it. Yeah. Ray guns. Laser, rays, whatever, you know. What What, what were they, scars? Yeah. yeah and he said no, were, and he was missing a couple fingers, he said, were blown off in yeah. the Dulce Wars. So he said that, the that is the only way you can lose fingers. That is, is in true. War with aliens. I, I checked in yeah. my literature. <laughs> the Dulce Wars, he said, takes place in 1979 when ah! Schneider is part of a drilling operation in Dulce, New Mexico. After four shafts have sunk, Schneider was appointed to travel down to determine the problem that they were having. He claims he discovered a cavern with aliens, and then the FBI and the military were forced to intervene. So let's stop there. First, if he was sent down to check out the, the, the way the rock was, that makes me believe more the geology side versus the nuclear medicine side of his, uh, his resume, his uh, CV. Have you ever heard of multifaceted? You know, like a wrench. He celebrates both kinds. <laughs> He's of a multi music, country and, and western. Country and you know western, that kind yeah. of thing. Well, he certainly is a tool. He also stated what he said. His father was involved in the Philadelphia experiment. He said he had the highest security clearance on the planet. I guess that would be majestic. Which isn't the highest known security clearance. He said highest security clearance on the planet. There you go. He was in the facility and saw hybrid animal humans. Also, he saw alien human hybrids. He saw multiple types of different species of aliens. I would like to point out that just because you've seen Lady Gaga in person does not mean that you saw an alien. Boo, human. I like her. She's all right. Star is born is really lovely. <laughs> it doesn't mean she's not part alien. That's true. He's the one who, who brought up that whole point of the base is two miles underground. That's where like level one starts. And he two had miles. He said this base had space for hundreds of thousands of prisoners for experiments or for wartime prisoners, whatever, both human and alien. He so said, they are ready for shit to brew. So the uh, the Dulce Wars that he was involved in, the way he tells the story, he goes down there to check it out and he comes face to face with a seven foot gray. And what's a geologist to do? John, those are the tall grays. Oh, Get my right. bad. I apologize. Not the Earl grays. No. <laughs> hey now. Hot. He, uh, what's a geologist to do? He pulls out his pistol and starts shooting. Well, everyone knows if you're a geologist or an archaeologist, you carry a whip and a pistol. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, so he starts shooting. Yeah. They they pull out the ray guns and um and shoot at him. They they clip him. They knock off a few fingers, and that is when the Delta Force came and swooped now, in. And number one, one I'm going to stop you right there. One gave their. I read life. it wasn't the Delta Force. It was the above Delta Force Blue Berets. Oh, the Blue Berets. That's, My apologies. That's, I mean, hey, I've read both. 
So we got to give props to both. To both. Okay. So we're going to go with They the... came in and saved him like they knew there was a fight going on. Right. Yeah. He's down there screaming, there's aliens, there's aliens. They send to the Delta Force. We like... ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> a blue, a teal beret. A teal beret gave his life for him. Uh, jumped in front of a ray gun, and that's how he was able to escape. I think that they always have taught me, it goes, if you're in any sort of the military, the president, and then geologists, and then <laughs> the cabinet members, you know, as far as what you're going to do. He does have the highest security clearance on the planet. On the planet. Um, and well, that came later. This is when he was finding this out. Um, you know, once you're in it, you're in it. Just like Tom Lee Jones, he was that poor boy giving him flowers. Well, now you're in one of them in the MIB. You that's know? true. All in all, 66 members of the Delta Force Teal Beret Black Beret Brigade. Blue! Say it right. Blue Don't beret, fuck with it. Blue you get it right. It's blue true. Blue Beret Brigade. We're all going to be laughing when like six years from now it comes out as true and we're like, well, we've wasted our lives doing the wrong shit. <laughs> oh, I already knew that, buddy. 66 brave men and women gave their, their lives that day in the, the Battle of Dulce. If you're the Secretary uh, of Defense, mm-hmm. how do you write that letter? To the family. Yeah. Training exercise. <laughs> Sorry. Train, yeah. bad, bad shrimp. <laughs> bad dates. Hold on, though. That's not the only claims. He goes on. He detailed the politics of humans and aliens, how we interact and where we uh-huh. go into, which is a whole nother episode. Well, that's the thing. I'm glad you said that. Because if you go listen, and there are plenty online, if you go listen to him speak in yes. one of his um, hours, hours, very similar hours. to Bill Cooper, he would just yeah. go and, and just talk and talk and talk. It's very political. Yes. And uh, it's almost like he just has a problem with the government and he's using this as a story to help right. propagate that Well, he problem. said the U.S. government has known about the alien agenda since 1933. And he stated that aliens are supposed to take over the world in 2029 and we're all working towards that. 2029. Yeah. Hold on. Let me write that down. Yeah, and he, he said we uh, we need to clear the vermin out of Washington because they're just going to let the aliens in. I'm not kidding. He yeah. said that. Yep. And he's saying that, that the aliens have nefarious purposes here and they want to make us their like uh, they're they're, well, they're Kevin, in control pretty much. Kevin, if they the blew three of your fingers off, how would you feel about them? Um, well, I'd I'd give them a lot of high sevens. <laughs> he claimed that sixteen UFO crashes took place between 1947 and 1952. Now, if you look into that, a lot of it was because they came here, and that was when we were testing all that new radar, and it messed with their technology. And from the crashes, the U.S. government recovered 117 alien bodies. Four of which he said were still alive. They know that because the the string and the toe and the yeah, bell. Yeah, the bell started dinging yeah. from inside yeah. the craft. There was a yeah. bell on the outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then the security of the extraterrestrials was handled by a got one. Uh oh, <laughs> special unit within the military. Here it is. The unit was named Blue Berets and was part of Project Pounce. What, were they cats? <laughs> Sounds like hey. a, a boarding shelter for cats. <laughs> I know. Well, for Project take- Pounce, over here you have a scratching post, and over here, um, yeah, what's the hell's the, sh- the what's the drug that they love? Uh, oh, Drita catnip. <laughs> catnip. Oh, Drita Girls. That's what the Wrong. aliens use. So, so cats are really reptilians. I would buy that. Of I course, they that. are. Here's the problem with this whole story. He never got his chance to prove it or give out the proof because he he died in 1996 of suicide, but his wife said. It was foul play, and his wife said that right before he died, he came to her and said, I'm probably going to be killed, and it's going to be made to look like a suicide. I didn't actually. I will not kill myself. Did, they, did, uh, what, what, did he hang himself? Did they, yes, we uh, with a catheter tube, no less. 
Is that true? Yeah, that's one hundred percent. They yeah. they found his dead body with a, uh, a which is really just like a rubber. Wraps. It it, it really would nice. actually be a really good way to you know it's a strong rubber tube. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, more more like you know Jesus. strangled himself than so yeah that. That one fact right there has led to, I think, a lot of the um, propagation of everything he said and not being written off as just a, a kook. I mean, you know, because he said to somebody, hey, if if you find me dead and it looks like a suicide, it supposedly means he said me. it to multiple people, right. which is crazy, just, because right. if you are crazy, let's 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 say for a fact, try to be silly here and say that everything I just said isn't true. OK, that's and he made it up. Come on. If I was crazy, I would probably say. Hey man, they're probably going to kill me. You know what I mean? Like if I was crazy and if I was going to kill myself, I'd probably go out somewhere and sprinkle a whole bunch of uh, wolf hair all over me and shoot myself with a silver bullet and like make a line that's like, <laughs> I can't take it anymore. The, the curse got to me or something. You know, <laughs> make it crazy so that they will always talk about it. You know what I mean? Like if you're crazy, be crazy. But silver we know he was murdered too. So yeah, he's murdered. I know. I don't want to take the guy's death lightly. I mean, yeah, no, he, he, he is. He one way or another, he's dead. He's dead, and that's sad. I just don't believe the things he said leading up to his death. The argument is that he was a geological and structural engineer and an explosive expert. He built deep underground and deep underwater military bases. He became fed up with the government's secrecy and lies and began a lecture circuit, as you do. And shortly after that, he was killed and they made it look like a suicide. So he was just one of these guys that was in the know because he had a particular set of skills. Like and Liam Neeson? Those, well, and those skills led to him finding out something he wasn't supposed to know. Okay. When you say lecture circuit, like not colleges, is he just going around the to like UFO lecture circuit? Oh, you know, what I mean? but okay. really, there is a lot of dance halls, that, uh, VFW laugh. halls. Yeah, I'm talking a lot of times, hundreds or thousands of people will come to see these people lecture big time. Yeah, big, 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 big time. Yeah, we've went. That's one hundred percent true. Have, Phil, Phil didn't fill those halls. He was more in the um, abandoned church. Mm. Uh, tour uh, when uh, Mufon and stuff put him on though he they did big big things he had a lot of he had large crowds at some of them at some of them we got another player the last name there's this is a it's a triple threat of the big names in this and the last the, all the detail that we have uh, mostly comes from Phil a lot of the detail is gone when we talk about this next one because there isn't a lot and even his name is is up for conjecture so the last player is this guy named Thomas Costello or Castello uh, they don't even get his name right and the, the thing about him is he says he was a security guard at this base okay that's his major claim that stop people from coming in well just underground no like in you know probably like quitting the keeping the aliens from fraternizing with uh, the humans yes. and the, I don't know maybe he was over the candy shop I and, don't know and Brent, you you said it's either Castello or Costello meaning an A or an O the reason we don't know for certain is because no one can prove for certain that this man actually existed yeah yeah supposedly he released info about the base including pics and then him and his family just up and vanished the problem is, well, the the thing that did happen right away is this story spread like wildfire through the UFO community. The problem was the photos that he released have been proven out to be fakes. Not only are they fakes, they're still photos from the movie The Sixth Day. The great, Arnold Schwarzenegger great movie. movie? Yeah. Great movie. Yes. Fucking awesome. Nevertheless, his story persists, and he is rumored uh, that even he was given cancer, and he's living in Europe hiding out, and those pics, you know, they changed them to make them not true. It, it, it's one of those things. It's kind of like when we did Polybius. Well, 
Someone saw it online one time. Well, where's that? Well, I can't really find that. You know, or all the photos turn out to be faked. You know, you never know. Yeah, Costello is a problem. I mean, this is. I, I was joking earlier about the entire Dulce story only coming from the internet. You're right. There's a couple books. The entire Costello story is 100 percent from the internet. Yeah, yeah. And it's just lives in He's UFO the John forums. John Cheetor of this. Yes. Story. So when I was researching Costello. Castello, whatever. Search, music come up. Search for him on YouTube. And when I was done listening to a couple hours of Elvis Costello, it would say interview, interview, Thomas Costello, interview, Thomas Costello. I'm like, oh, these are awesome. This is great. Every time I'd open them, it would be one of the internet forum posts read by a computer. Yeah, yeah. Only a hack would do something like that. <laughs> I was excited because yeah. there, there's an actual interview with this guard from Dulce. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so far we have a proven agent of disinformation in Paul Benowitz. Mm-hmm. A- Not per se his fault. R- correct. He's been proven, but he was led astray. Led us- but regardless. Uh, yeah, yes. His, his, the, the information. An agent of disinformation. An agent yes. of disinformation. We have Phil Schneider. Call Phil what you will. Uh, he had certainly had some interesting details. You mean 100% true, because that's what I call him. No, okay, know? fair enough. Face value, that's how I take And then we have pills. Thomas Costello, who may or may not even have existed. So I think we're batting 1,000 here. I think we're ready to wrap this one up. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's take <laughs> one more break, kids. Uh, we are nowhere near wrapping this up, because I'm going to drop some truth on you. I need I don't some even know that means black coffee, that. maybe a smoke. I don't <laughs> smoke, but I'm going to start. I, yeah, I might pick it back up. <laughs> we'll get back to it after the break on Hysteria 51. I'm telling you guys, this is, the, this is the true one of all the ones we've done. So why Dulce? That's the big question, and, and that's a pretty... Easy, <laughs> not so easy, but easy thing to answer. It's in the middle of nowhere. Just like all these things we, you know, look at Area 51, S4, things like that. It's in the middle of nowhere. You got Paul Benowitz that was thinking that things were coming out of that area. They also, there's another thing that was happening big time in that area that kind of fed into this cattle mutilations. There were tons of cattle mutilations that happened in that area, and they kind of tied them together. Oh, well, and this is real. This is documented. People have researched into what was going on. Big in the 80s and 90s and even in the 70s, there was a lot of cattle mutilations out west where they were cut, killed, things like that. And there's conjecture of if the, the government was doing it, testing things, testing weapons, testing surgical devices, what was happening. But it cost a lot of people a lot of money. And this happened in this area. And so people go, well, one leads to the other. And there's no question that a lot of weird stuff happened in the American Southwest. That's where mm-hmm. we tested nukes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then more recently, I mean, it is the place that we tested like the SR-71 Blackbird, you know, yeah, we, and I'd much a, rather a lot of our, this out there on cattle than in St. Louis. Yeah, know, no, like a, they used to a lot of the, the, the top secret or classified craft that the, just the U S government has is tested out there. So that leads to a lot of wild speculation. So you're saying that people saw mutilated cattle and then they said, well, this obviously means there is a secret base underground. There was murmurs of this secret base, and then they start having this mutilated cattle. And so they go, well, that kind of ties in. Obviously, they're, they're experimenting, things like that. And the cattle, the things that you're going to read about is, oh, they were, they were killed with 
surgical precision and they were drained of all their blood, but there was no blood, which some of that is true when they look at the, the investigators have investigated weird things were going on with these cattle. Now the, the governing <laughs> thought, a lot of it is that, you know, it probably was some sort of, you know, could have been military testing. Could have been, who knows? Could have been Monsanto. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with Monsanto. Yeah, but the thing it's is. Also, it's also worth noting that in the area, I mean, there were Cold War underground missile installations. Tons of them. And just like there is right here in Chicago. That that kind of gave plausibility to the idea that, ooh, follow those tunnels and see where they go. You know, like, what do they call them? ICBM, there was Nike and there was, uh, they had all these Reebok. The, the, no, but Nike sites, I know. all these different sites and stuff like that, that are out there. And at that time they weren't all closed down or they were using them for some of them became storage. Some of them became laboratories and stuff like that. And so all this kind of leads into this feeling that something is going on, something that maybe they can't explain. Or something don't is want a foot. To. Yeah, exactly. It's just not at the circle K it's at the Dulce. <laughs> right. Hey, now, thank you. <laughs> the other question that you got to kind of look at when you're doing this, or at least I think is important, is could there be underground bases? Hell yes, there could be. I mean, there are. We know that there are there underground are bases, and- under under mountain bases, things like mm-hmm. that. The scope of that is where you get into the wishy-washy back and forth. What does one of those look like? They said there's shuttles that go back and forth. I believe that, I don't know about two miles, do they have multiple levels underground? Many, 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 many places. Many places that we've never heard of. That That's, n- we know Oh, that, yeah, the ones know. that we've heard of are the decommissioned ones. And, I mean, like, you, you think yeah. about Raven Rock and uh, well, Cheyenne Mountain Complex. Right, 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 which, you know, things like that. NORAD is, is where NORAD is, things like that. You need to have, the presidential bunker gets moved all the time. We know where some of the old ones are. You there, know was I mean? one, uh, there was one, there was one not far hotel. from D.C., Greenbrier. Yeah. When they were building it, it was called uh, Project Greek Island. And uh, that was, you know, if you, if the president's in D.C. and you need to get him out because of an impending nuke, you can't always get them to the southwest. Where's they? Do they go to like <laughs> yeah, Kenny Bunkport or Michigan? Where are they? They wherever they. The, Kenny Bunkport, Maine, or where Maine? Yeah, I meant Maine. Um, you know that that's where they go. That that's a presidential retreat. There's got to be crazy. shit. Oh, uh, Schneider also said that uh, that there's one of these, like the not not confirmed. This is this is coming from. Uh, from Schneider uh, under Camp David. I believe that there's probably a giant thing there because Camp David is where they go retreat. That's what I'm getting at. There Any probably place is that he goes regularly. I would assume yeah. so. There's got to be. Yeah. No, I agree. The problem is you can find these plausible things, kind of tying in what I mentioned before about the the Cold War uh, missile silos. Mm-hmm. You can find these plausible things, tie them together, and poof, you've got a conspiracy. The big thing that steps in here is, then we get into the shuttles. Are they connected? I'll go on a limb here and I'll say if I was the government and I was making these, that would be something that I would be interested in. At making sure they were all connected and could be I mean, on accessed. paper, that sounds fantastic. Is that true? Well, we know that Germany, for example, a lot of the bunkers and stuff were connected through railway systems. Right. They're, uh, in uh, Russia. There's right. the, what do they call it, the Moscow Metro. Which is underneath uh, the regular, it's yeah, the, and, the secret. And, and that you know. kind of ties into oh. uh, Reminki 43, I think is, if I'm saying that right. That's a, an underground base, alleged mm. underground base built by Stalin, I think, if I'm wrong. We'll do it as a future episode. I think it'd be a really fun yeah. episode. This supposedly exists under Moscow right yeah. now. 
I don't think that even that is so far out of it, but these shuttles and the subterrane and stuff is, is a little bit harder to swallow. But when you're building these tunnels and if you don't, let's pretend that the subterrane isn't real and they're not liquefying the, the, the rock into molten magma and, and squashing it, that's a lot of rubble. And you get into places like Denver airport, you know, where they say they have a huge underground complex. Well, guess what? They did move out of Denver airport, a whole lot of rubble, like a mountain's worth of rubble was taken out now they say that's for non-nefarious reasons and other people go ha, 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 yeah right yeah but have you like, seen the murals well now they're playing those up have you seen that now they're yeah. like yeah you know they, they play it up in there there's there's alien signs and things and they're making fun in of, the airport in the airport now they're embracing uh, it i don't think the murals that... were kind of messed up like whoever greenlit some of those what what are they what are the murals children taking food from like a all black soldier in gas masks with like Russian looking crap. What? You know, the, yeah, it makes no sense. Just look up the murals, the giant Blucifer, the giant red eyed horse outside of it. There's like a 30, 60 foot tall, whatever it is. I love how you say we don't know who greenlit it. It was the Illuminati. We do too know that. Yeah. I mean, allegedly, but we all know who's pulling their strings. Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Um, Pee Wee Herman. I don't even know what that means. I snort. <laughs> He's pulling something. <laughs> so we, um, I don't think that any of us disagree that the plausibility of an underground base is the, like it makes sense. Is it that the uh, the original inhabitants of this earth are? still Is it down that now? there's reptilians mm-hmm. running it? Yeah, and number the grays, one, and who are, and are worker bees, and and are we traveling around in tunnels at the speed of light? And like, yes, underground bases exist. But does the rest of the shit? Wouldn't you shit if that guy's like, I meant sound. I I, I, I said it wrong, and now everyone thinks I'm an idiot. Yep, <laughs> that's why. That's the reason. But here's the thing. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like that senator from way back when. How, the, how does the internet work? A series of tubes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the thing is, we talked about Denver Airport. There are a lot of places that they say there are entrances to this vast underground network. Staffordshire, England has an entrance. The Maltese Cave has an entrance. New York City, of course. The Nahani Valley, Canada has an entrance. Death Valley, come on, you know, of course. Mount Shasta in California, Brown Mountain, and Toronto all have these entrances to this vast network of underground. So it's like facilities. a subway entrance, right? Like you're just walking of, along, it's like, oh, there's the there's the F shuttle. The problem is when you get down to the lower levels, it is less scary than a normal yeah. subway ride. <laughs> it probably smells way better. <laughs> Do you better. see where they tested? I think it was in New York the railings and stuff and they, they found, found the plague literally and they found yeah. five unknown viruses yeah never before seen viruses just just, just from chilling. testing like the, the poles on the on the trains yeah yum <laughs> so, so don't lick those so residents of dolce claim to have seen ufos yep. they claim to have seen moving lights and un- other unexplained sites in the area and the area does have fairly little economic activity. Yeah, guess what? I'd be saying that too. Uh, I got a trailer out back. You can stay in it if you want to search for those things. You got it, bud. You know, seriously. So yeah, if you if you're in one of those areas that gets some sort of reputation about it, you, you got to play that up. Build a little alien. So it's the Apache Legislative Council. They have embraced it, and they've embraced this whole notion of a base there at Dulce, partly in a push to stimulate tourism. They've even said that. And in 2016, the town hosted the Dulce Base UFO Conference at the wow. Loco Casino Hotel. Literally. Ground zero right there. I mean, there. I'm telling you. 
Good for them. Good for them because they saw an opportunity. It's a town of like 3,000 people. Hell yeah, bring some people in. Yeah. And they have a casino. <laughs> you know? Do you know if, they, I mean, do do people who believe this, does it? do they often visit this? Are there reports of visiting it online? Like, are, are people saying, oh, oh I was sure, in Dulce? I'm sure that they do. I've, there's lots of people walking around out there, but it just looks like you're in the middle of the desert. You right, because it's all underground. You're exactly right. That's not a far-fetched idea. Like we keep saying, the other portions of this are the far-fetched things. This isn't without a lot of ire from people that just go, no, no. It's another one of those things where just so happened that as soon as this guy comes forward, he dies. I, I think that brings us to a good point. Brent, what do you think? I don't know that I believe there's a base there because there might be. I believe wholeheartedly that there are tons of underground bases everywhere that we don't know about. And I even could get, I, I believe the Southwest is probably riddled with bases that we don't know about because obviously you want to do testing and you want it out of the public eye. Could some of them be connected? Absolutely. Do I think it's a shuttle train system? Probably not. But I don't know. Do I think that the original inhabitants of the the planet are down there pulling the strings? Fuck yes, I do. No, that's where I'm kind of drawing the line because it makes for a great story when you inject that part into it. But I do not buy that and I don't buy Phil Schneider, whatever. And Paul Benowitz, we know, was made a fool sadly until he went crazy and then all the other stuff it falls on its face and you're using you know photos from movies and stuff like that so yeah do i think there could be a base most definitely there could be it probably isn't in dulce but there's bases out there everywhere kevin you're looking at me funny i i'm twitching because uh brent and i on this show have had argument on more than one occasion about the concept of there being like hundreds of bases all interconnected by a series of tunnels. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've argued about that vehemently here, which we don't need to pick back up. It's just, I'm right and he's wrong. The one thing I will say, I think you're right, Brent, about there being underground bases and yeah. a lot, plenty that we don't know about. And probably a, a larger per capita number of them in the, in the American Southwest than other places. I mean, it's, it's rule. It's there. There's, there's no one there. There's nothing there. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So that, that makes sense to me. But I think when you take that, just that kind of conjecture and, and you kind of combined it with, uh, let's say, a uh, uh, half rumors that kind of almost that turn into fabrications by guys like Phil Schneider, you got kind of caught in this world, of the weird echo chamber. Which we've seen in other in other topics we've done. I mean, some of the topics I, I think of, I think of one you mentioned earlier, I think of Maury Island. I think of the Bermuda Triangle. Right. I think of John Teeter. There's and, a reason, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I, it's going on with what you're saying. There's a reason we see the same people in the same stories over and over yeah. again. They got that taste of notoriety, and they just run with it, I think. Pratt, I think they really run with the it. The Montauk Project, again, Philadelphia Experiment, these are... All examples of stories that have nothing but the word of the people involved. And admittedly, if there was a real conspiracy, that's probably all you would have. He's um, not like Bob Lazar goes, hey, there's a base out here. And they go, I'll be damned. There is. And he goes, hey, they're going to fly a, 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 a UFO. And I'll be damned. Yeah. There and it is there at 9 it is. Right. You know, you can. You can there's a lot, a lot of here. stuff. But at least others have had some sort of basis in reality. Right. I, I really do. I think the, the, the best way to, to, to say this is a half supported rumor that turned into a fabrication in an echo chamber. I mean, that's that's what I'd call it. Kevin, what are your thoughts? Man, fuck it. I believe it all. <laughs> I believe it all. I'm going to believe this one. 
Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I I kind of am, am along the lines with you guys. I, there's got to be a ton of underground bases, and I think that I do think that to in areas like the Southwest, some of them are connected, but I don't think something in the Southwest is connected to something under, say, New York City, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got to go into the ocean to go to that place in England. I don't think that. I I, I just find it fascinating. Uh, I'm not steeped in this stuff as much as as you guys are. That it's always reptilians and it's always aliens, and that the aliens are trying to control us or are controlling us. I, I don't understand why they would come to this earth and then immediately go underground because they were here before us, Kevin. The reptilians are the original. And- inhabitants and now they're just pulling the strings pulling the strings just like atlantis you know they say yeah. you know it's like well, if you're really there why are you hiding you know what i mean just like, like bella lugosi pull yeah, pull the strings. The strings. glenn or glenda god i love that movie uh yeah there's underground bases and i'm sure there's stuff that goes on in there but i don't think that uh and, and i want to believe in a world where uh, the aliens and the humans could interact if they well, were down there maybe they're gonna interact with us when we get this human pig embryo going yeah. you know because Father! Uh, that's the <laughs> that's not going against anyone's will <laughs> you know where i first read about the human pig embryo brent was on al gore's blog <laughs> It wasn't. <laughs> it was something almost as fascinating, and that's Hysteria Nation. That's right. That is our Facebook discussion group. If you want to join this discussion and tell us what you think about Dulce and how we're all idiots, just go on to Facebook, search Hysteria Nation, and let us know. That's right. And also, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod, on Twitter at Hysteria51pod. We've got Instagram. We've got Snapchat. Send us silly pictures, all that good stuff. And also, leave us a voicemail. 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. we got a ton. We're going to skip them this week because we're going to tell you about our Patreon. I would go to Patreon and I would sign up. I'd probably sign up at the, well, I mean, you can do it for $1. You get all um, the extra but I'd want some content. of the I'd want some of that extra juice that comes along with spending a little bit more. Yeah, hundred dollars a month I think is the, That's, the right. I think everyone listening should just donate a hundred dollars. You know what? Let's a month. not be greedy. Thirty dollars a month, you get a lot of stuff. You get a T shirt, you get pins, you get to sniff John Go Forth. You do not. It's not. It's not a thing. For thirty dollars, if you get yourself to Chicago, you can smell John. I'm smelling him right now. I know. He, and I paid sixty dollars just to for be on some the show. reason. He assumes they're going to like nuzzle into his crotch. There's nothing wrong with someone smelling your shoulder for thirty dollars. Quit mm, being a little bitch about it. Preach. <laughs> they can. They can sniff you for thirty dollars. You know that's forty five, and I think we all <laughs> know why. Thing. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> they can taste me for sixty. They can keep him for free. They, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> sixty bucks. You want him? Yeah. No shit. All all right, so yeah, don't forget on there. We are always releasing new episodes, extra stuff on there, especially radio dramas and up all nights and stuff like that. So don't forget you can get that. You can find all of these links on one place, sarah51.com. So tell a friend about the show and tell them how much you enjoyed listening to Kevin Crispin, who came back again. Kevin, thank I you. Keep coming back. I bet you I'd come back again after this. Now that I have a bumper. Yes. Yeah, well, man. that was a one and done. Is that oh, okay? Yeah. 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 Uh, Santa only comes once a year. Once a year. And he just came. He did. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I'm always just so uh, very enlightened by what I learn when I come here to the lower fourth I like what you said. I'm not steeped in this like you guys yeah. are. You guys are steeped. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Santa, someone posted on Facebook and it made me laugh. It was like the 26th or 27th, and they're like, I was just watching TV and I saw a Christmas commercial. They get earlier and earlier every year. <laughs> it's not even January. <laughs> I'm already seeing Christmas commercials. Oh. So, Kevin, thank you very much once thank again. You. And with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Kevin. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible.
That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.